What would they tell my mother? What would they tell my mother? That I refused to obey their orders when they came into my home and murdered me in the comfort of my own covers? What would they tell my mother when the blood of the righteous cries out to the Holy Father? Oh, what would they tell my mother? Such are the lies that they hide within, prejudice against the color of my skin. What would they tell my mother when their job was to serve and protect? But they have the right to show dishonor and neglect, for this is what they have shown Botham John's mother, nothing but disrespect. What would they tell my mother? That it was a mistake to pull the trigger? Poor little white girl cop defending herself against a big, bad nigga? Oh, what would they tell my mother? Your son would never see your face again while the whole time they're fighting off the smirk of a grin. But God knows their sins. Hiding behind the badges as if they had premises. Slain that innocent black man who has promise. No justice for the innocent because of the racists who hide behind badges. Even the media has the wrong narrative. Trying to keep the masses held captive. Allowing the murderer to walk freely for three days. Because passive people like to forgive their enemies always. What would they tell my mother? Your son is just another an innocent black man whose death will be swept under the covers. Oh, what would they tell my mother? Sorry, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Does he have a brother? See, it's open season on my color. The innocent have fallen by the hands of the wicked, given by the executive order. Oh, what would they tell my mother? So sorry for his wife and too bad for his daughter. No justice. No peace. Open your eyes, black men, because this is far from over. They only charge this woman with manslaughter. What would they tell my mother? Oh, what would they tell my mother? What would they tell my mother? Nothing, because the burden of death lies solely on her shoulders. By the poet, Walter LeRae, dedicated to the memory of Botham Sheen John who was murdered by a white female Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger. As they say, allegedly. Greeting, loved ones. This is the poet Walter LeRae. Hey, this is a disclaimer. Usually we do not curse on Miss Talks podcast. We try to be mindful of our older listeners and the listeners who really appreciate, you know, the language that we use, but with this episode being that it is dealing with such a, a topic that we're just sick and tired of dealing with. I want to put this disclaimer out there that I do say some choice words and it's not in any disrespect to our listeners. We definitely appreciate you. So, Hey, before you even get started, I want you to know that this, this is colorful. And if you can't listen to it, we definitely, uh, we understand but for those who do listen to it, understand the premises that where we're coming from. And with that said, let's get into this podcast. God bless everyone. You're listening to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LeRae. Real talk, real people, sincere conversations. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back, beautiful people. This is Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. I am the poet, Walter LeRae, and that is my dope co-host, Angel. What's up? What's up? What's up? I had to borrow that from Martin <laughs> back in the day. What's up, Angel? What's up? What's up, big homie? Yeah, man, that's a classic, dude. No doubt, man. Martin, Martin uh, I saw that they had the whole uh, entire season that you can buy now on voodoo and like i'm tempted i'm like eh. oh it's on voodoo now uh-huh yeah you can buy the whole season the complete season yeah i may have to go ahead and get that i know man i'm like eh. yeah, they need to get a quarantine discount i'm telling you bro right you may want to out to someone about that i, I kind of like that Give me that quarantine discount Give me that quarantine discount yeah yeah hold hold the trump teenage though definitely do that yo my homie uh shout out to sabrina sabrina was like you and your brother are ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) she said what's up with this skirt wait a minute (laughs) what did he say (laughs) hold the trump teenies 
So shout out to yeah. Sabrina. We got love for you, baby. Kick it up. And he's in the H Town area. Shout out to you, Sabrina. Oh uh, yeah, she in H Town. Yeah, All she's H right Town. That's my homie. What's up, Sabrina? And her and uh, her 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 king. Shout out to both of y'all. We got love for you. We have to get Sabrina on the show, man. She's a she's a giggle box. <laughs> she's a giggle box. Got oh, love fine. for you. Oh, uh, she's yeah. fun. She's that's my homie, man. That's my homie. Shout out to you, man. I know it's been kind of tough in the quarantine times. You know, people are used to doing what they do. So she's staying busy. You know, she got a t-shirt game going on. We have to showcase her one day on the show. So shout out to you, Sabrina. We love you. Shout out from Miss Talks Podcast. That's right, yeah. She's official. She got the white people laughter. Hey, <laughs> applause. All right, man, let's go. Man, look, man, it's... Yo, man, Angel. Yeah. What in the... Okay, let me just back up for a second. Mm-hmm. Everybody know if you're not under a rock, you should know what, what's been going on in Georgia with the, uh, the young man that was murdered. Mm-hmm. Ahmaud Arbery. Yo, yep. man, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? But this, do do you know what's what what's what's been going on in 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 with this whole situation? Uh, from what I from what I grasp, I guess uh, a father and son who are not law enforcement, but were carrying armed weapons, um, were armed with weapons, I should say, um. And they decided that they absorb, uh, well, I can't speak because I'm a little upset about the situation, but uh, basically they, they saw young men running, jogging, but at, to them, I guess they suspected that there was a crime committed in which time they, de- they decided to enforce a citizen's arrest and which led to an altercation, which unfortunately led to the death of the young man. Yeah, you know, here again, man, here we go again, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen police beating up men and, and, and beating up an innocent man in Chicago. Well, not Chicago, but uh, L.A., I believe. I've seen how they've mm-hmm. been doing uh, black people in New York, even during the quarantine situation, even during this whole shelter in place and, you know, this coronavirus, COVID-19, you know, I've seen just atrocities all over the place. And, you know, brother, I, I don't know if I'm the right person to speak on it. You know, like I'm, I'm spiritually, it, it, it vexes me. It vexes me to, to a, to a certain point in life because, you know, I can only speak about myself in, in those types of situations. I just, I, I'm not a fan of anybody hitting me, striking me and continuing to punch and beat me. You know, yeah, you, you you probably would have to go ahead and kill me because I'm not going to take that type of punishment. You know what I mean? And I, I have a respect to persons for everyone, you know, including law enforcement. But do your job. Your job is not to beat me. Your job is not to punish me. But when I have, when you got vi- vigilantes, uh, good old boys, uh, you know, if you felt like, and speaking about the situation in Georgia, if you felt like this young man was doing something wrong, then if you don't have the 10 badge upon you or you don't have the authority, um, then you need to call the authorities and let the authorities take care of the situation. You know, which in this case, it, you never know if it would be any, any better when the police show right. up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, you get. Man, I'm I'm just tired of having these conversations. I'm tired of um I'm tired of seeing these situations unfold and you know, when when the situation happened in Fort Worth and the young lady lost her life um <laughs> in her own home, you know, I was tired then. I, I was tired when the Freddie Gray situation happened. I was tired when the situation happened in Oklahoma City. I was tired of what happened with Botham John and in, in Dallas, man. I'm, I'm I'm just beyond tired at this point mm-hmm. um, because it, it seems like every year 
we're seeing these videos. Every year these situations are coming up and every year I keep hearing the same rhetoric uh, from people who are not the ones that are really having to deal with the situation on this level. You know, mm-hmm. when, um, when it's not affecting you at that, at, on that level, I guess it's easier for you to sit back and have an opinion about it. But I, I just find it disgusting how a lot of people choose to voice an opinion that's insensitive to um, the circumstances, you know. Uh, and of course, you know, everybody wants to always throw up, well, there's what about black on black crime? And, you know, la, 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 that, first of all, there's no such thing as black on black crime. Crime is crime. Crime is murder crime. is murder. Murder is murder. Murder is murder. Yes. You know, because when a, when a white man kills a white man, you don't call it white on white crime. You call it murder. It, it's just mm-hmm. there's no such thing as black on black crime. Yes, there are black people who commit murder. There are black people who break the law. There are black people who are criminals. Their crime doesn't go into a special category above all other crime. Crime is crime. And that crime is not acceptable either. However, um, man, when we're living in a society, dude, where we're keep, we keep having the conversation around this nonsense to where we it's not even a conversation on how to make it better. It's a conversation of having to convince people why this is an issue. And I'm dumbfounded because first you show a video about this, that, and the other, then you say, well, he reached for the gun. Uh, just like uh, with, with Michael Brown, the young man, at one moment you said that he surrendered, his hands were up. And the next moment you say he reached for the officer's gun mm-hmm. and, and he ended up getting shot in the, in the head. And I'm like, Hmm. Right. You're you're then they, they tried to release a video said that he was stealing from the from the uh, convenience store. Mm-hmm. But then they released another video to show where he was he paid for it. But uh, there was a disagreement with the clerk that the clerk was trying to uh, he was doing something dishonest, uh, you know, but it, it wasn't. It, it just amazes to it amazes me that every time these videos surface. Instead of seeing these people as victims, we automatically try to find ways. And when I say we, I mean society and mostly the privilege, try to find ways of demonizing these people or criminalizing them to make them into criminals to justify why their their death is justified or or that it's okay. And, and, And bro, I'm just tired of having these conversations because you know what? I'm tired of talking to people to get them to understand something that should affect us as a nation and as a society when there's people in this world who are are intentionally ignoring the circumstances. And I'm not going to be nice about it. Like, I'm sick and tired of this. Like, you can't continue to perpetuate such fear and violence upon people without expecting there to be some sort of recourse. And and I'm well, just going to leave it at that. Take it how you want to. I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, you know, the time, you know, like I said before, you know, everyone is doing march. Well, not marches, but uh, running in his honor, you know, and. Look, I don't have to get validation from white people. I mean, because your, your words don't mean nothing to me, nor do any black person words. It doesn't mean anything to me. And that's not a negative thing. This is the thing is that. Dude, I'm I'm a I'm a spiritual person within my own right. I constantly have conversations with God, and I constantly try to listen uh, to God rather than listen to my own uh, fruition. But I also look at the the situations that when your people, my people, are constantly being punished and and done these negative things that are constantly done to us. You know, you one would have to figure out or one would have to say when it, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And and I, on the other hand. I don't incite riots. I don't no. I don't. Urge violence. I don't encourage nonsense. But I can only speak for myself is that, yo, I, I won't sit back and allow these things to go down if it was going down to me. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. I'd be another dead one because I'm going to I'm going to handle my business accordingly. And I yeah, say this man. with the purpose of this. 
no man puts the fear of God in me. Only God puts the fear of God in me. When mm-hmm. I learned to be a man, I stood on my own too, and I had to protect my square. And that's why I say my circle is so small that it is a dot. But if you come across my threshold, there will be consequences and repercussions. And when I see these things that goes on in the world, that these men can walk freely, it reminds me of Amber Geiger being able to walk freely after she committed the crime of murdering Botham John. Yeah. Uh, I'm never going to be desensitized from this because I'm constantly being affected from it. Yeah. You know, Look, when man. we start to push back, you know, you'll know, they'll know, you'll know when you got really had enough, you'll know. And, and I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not here for the drama. I'm here for the resolution. I wrote a poem, uh, and, and you know, I'm a, I'm a play the poem and I want them to listen to it. These things that we're dealing with is something that you and I have dealt with all of our lives. Right. You know, it's being black. It's being a black person, a person of color. Yeah. Uh, when you walk into a store, how people treat you. You know, I've learned that if you treat me indifferent, I don't patronize your store. Because what you have in there, I don't need it that bad. So I I live my life different than most people because, you know, if I feel like that you mistreat me, I feel like that you disrespecting me. I don't do business with you. I don't bother you. And I I won't allow you to bother me. But more importantly, these things. This is why I say that the judicial system, our law enforcement, our politics, our politicians, everything needs to be overturned and done away with and redone. Mm-hmm. Because the status quo is the reason why these things are continuing to happen. Because there is a such things as white privilege. Mm. White privilege, WP, white power, is put into place to exact that type of mentality upon quote unquote minorities, mostly black people. Well, you feel like that you got the right to step to me and ask me questions. I get it all the time. What do you do for a living? I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Because nothing that I have to say to you is going to impress you because I'm not here to impress you. In other words, white boy, stay out of my business. You get what I'm saying? I feel you, man. It's just, I don't know, man. My energy is off right now because when I think about this subject and I think about another death and dude, I I just, my frustration is, is at that level where I'm just tired of being frustrated. Because it's amazing to me how they come up with these little tactics to try to say, well, he reached for the gun or um, he was running or, you know, he he looked angry or he was afraid for his life. So it's amazing how this dude is the one that's murdering someone, but he's afraid for his life. Right. So Mm -hmm. it it boggles my mind how. Even in, in, in this, like, dude, if someone approached you with weapons and they have no right to first of all approach you with weapons, like, dude, that's a threat within itself. That is. A but e- but even in that scenario, a black man is expected to act with perfect execution. He is supposed to be calm, without emotion, without fear, even though his life is being threatened. He's supposed to be without fear to perfectly execute action to where we don't provoke someone to kill us. Really? Well, I mean, that's 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 the the mindset of of white America. I had a you know before I moved, I had a a, a white woman was a, a damn near alcoholic, you know, a jicky jicky chick that didn't like it because I kept my distance from her. 
in my the house that I used to live in. And she called the police on me because that was her way of exacting her vengeance upon me. Like, I'm going to sick the dogs on you and let them deal with you. And I'm like, okay. But when the police came, you had one that was, you know, you can tell he was a skinhead, white boy, tall. He kept his hand on his gun. And I'm like, I'm looking at him in his eye when I'm asking the questions. Like, but this is my property. If I don't want anyone on my property, including you, you have to get off of my property. But if you have the right to be here to ask questions, I answer those questions. But see, when I ask me questions, I'm intelligent. My intellect and my calm demeanor is why I avoided the situation that that they expected to go down. Because they expected me to be rowdy. They expected me to act unaccordingly or according to what they wanted. But yeah, even though I was innocent, I had the right to be upset because you expect me. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I have the the right to be upset. upset. The moment you get upset, that is the excuse that they need to abuse authority and say that they felt threatened by you. So no, you don't have the right to be upset because you're not human. Oh, I'm human. And I have the right to be upset, but I get where you're coming from. You're right, because mm-hmm. the second that I would have got out of line in their in their view, they would have tried to to do what they wanted to do. Right. Because they have an agenda regardless of your conduct. Yes. Yes, trust me. I've been I dealt with them a lot. And I know there is definitely an agenda. I I do know that. That's why I don't play with that situation, that scenario, and I don't like people who call police on 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 people. Period. I just don't like people who do, who do that because that's just it's a. I know the motive where you're coming from now, mm-hmm. and when you when you come from that angle, we have nothing to discuss. So I get it. You're frustrated. Everybody's frustrated, but it's the type of energy that I have to say, even in your frustration, be careful not to be frustrated to the point that it keeps you down. But, you know, this is chess. It's not checkers. It's things that we have to do to better this situation. And it's things that you got to read in between the lines as well. We got to better this situation. And we can, we can better it. We can write this. We can of write course this we can, but but we have to really like we have to stay together, stick together. We have to get it going. It, you know, you can go protest and stand in front of whatever you want to stand in front of. But what you have to realize, people, until you cut the head off the monster, the monster is always going to find a new way to regenerate. Always. And, and that that's just a factor. You know, it goes beyond, you know. Do they and don't get excited because they get indicted and arrested? Because as you can see, the the murderer of, of Botham John, where is she right now? Where is she? I don't know. Probably receiving love letters from Botham John's brother because that that Negro. Mm. That's that's peculiar within itself. Trust was that me. a foghorn? <laughs> no, that was my phone. Oh, well, you got uh, things going on over there, brother. <laughs> they come to get you. Abort, abort. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they can come. They better be prepared. But <laughs> I always say, boy, here, you ain't going to like it when you come, though, boy. You, boy, you, you ooh, gonna come, you ain't going to like it. The way you came in, I'm going to tell you yeah. right now. Boy, boy. But here's the thing, man, is that um, we can't keep continue. We cannot continue to support these people with economic empowerment. If you're going to boycott something, don't do it for social media blasts. Do it because you're going to do it and stick with it. But, but then, you know, we got to stop being the consumer. As long as we're a consumer, we're going to, they're going to be able to dictate everything that we do. They're going to be able to dictate how we live, how we're treated, and more importantly, how we value until we get our own and keep our own. We're always going to have this 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 scenario in this situation, and and it, it to me it, it's like man, it's like a punch in the gut every single time, because we, we keep coming up off the same scenario. Like, dude, how many more times do we have to see this story? 
How many more times do we have to be sending a condolences to somebody? I shouldn't be introduced to you during your death. That shouldn't be my first introduction to your life. It's through your death. Like I see this young man and I see my brother. I see my nephews. I see my son. I see, look, dude, you can't jog now. You, you like, come on, dude. Like, really? Trayvon couldn't go to the store and get Skittles and an iced tea. So now you can't jog either. What, 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 what else can we not do? Breathe. Oh, he's breathing. Shoot him. Like what else? Yeah. What else? What else? What else is it that is going to be a threat to you? Everything is a threat, man. I've always said the black man within his cigarettes. Come on, dude. The black man within his own way of being is a threat to them. That's that's what people don't understand. This this thing is this thing is deeper than what people are thinking. Any reason, any reason that they feel like that they want to come touch you, they're going to come touch you. You just got to be touching them back. That's the bottom line. You got to start touching them back. Well, how about this, man? How about <laughs> how about you start when, when when people are filing these grievance suits and these lawsuits for wrongful death? How about instead of having a taxpayer foot the bill, why don't you hit their fund their their pension funds? Why don't you make them accountable for the damage that they've caused? Why does why do the taxpayers have to pay out money and taxes? to settle these cases for wrongful death when you're the one that caused it. But yet you still get to retire and enjoy that, that pension in your late years. How about we go after that pension? Let's, that's the first thing. The second thing is, dude, I'm so disgusted with this. Like I can't even believe we're having this conversation again. I can't believe we're having this conversation again. Number one is dude, if a per look, if you're that afraid of your job, where everything is a threat to you that a black man does, why don't you get another job? I'm sorry, but why don't you go do something else, dude? If that was the case, all white people would be unemployed right now. Like, cause I'm Cause I'm tired people, of hearing white, that excuse. White people, dude. Look, I have white friend. I got white <laughs> family. I I look, I look, dude. This is it's very difficult to go through these situations and look at my white people like. Like, yo, yeah, but but the white people that I'm cool with see this crap because this ain't everybody. They see this. Don't think that they don't see it. Everybody sees it. But it's like a lot of people look the other way, you know, and, and that's the problem. You know, people have got to stop looking the other way. Because this is not about how you honor him. You don't honor him by running uh, uh, whatever y'all doing in, in memory of. Because if that was the case, if it was in my memory, I'm coming back to haunt everybody. Mm. Because that ain't it, man. Like I said before, man, if they touch you, touch them back. And until y'all adapt that mentality, mentality, it's not going to change. When white people start waking up and, and black people are whooping their ass left and right, that's when they're going to understand that this shit is real. But until then, they, they, they tiptoe around the situation. That's why I'm I, I'm very uh, my my circle is so small it's a dot. I'm telling you, I don't have a lot of people in my life. I don't because I don't have white people. White people can't get around me and make nigger jokes, and and I don't let my 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 black people make cracker jokes. You know what I'm saying? I, I have a balance in my life for a reason. So, but I'm an equal opportunist. As just as much as I'm going to whoop a black man's ass, I'm going to whoop a white man's ass just the same. It does not matter to me. It does not matter to me. But you have got to make that line, draw that line in the sand and say, yo, enough is enough, man. You touch me, I'm touching everybody of you. Everybody in your family going to get touched. And that's, yeah, and that's, enough and, is enough. Yeah, and that's how it has to be until it's going to be like that. Then, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of hot air going back and forth. But I know that I know how if somebody touch you, I know how I'm, I'm it's over. Playboy, like, oh, well, you know, kiss my wife, baby. Uh, it's been good knowing you. Kiss mama. Yeah. Hey, mama. Hey, it's been good knowing you. Because, see, I'm not uh-huh. I'm not that dude. I'm not Botham John's brother. I'm not going to hug you. Bitch, I'm going to kill you. 
I mean, bitch, I'm yeah, gonna I, fuck I, your I, world up because see, at this I, time in life, you, I'm beyond being nice. See, because see, you touching mine now. So it's a difference of people, man. That's why when that young man hugged her, I was like, um, uh, nigga, yeah. are you fucking outside your fucking mind? And I'm sorry for the dropping the f bonds, but some, it, it, it's it's to the point. That being nice, uh, we'll be nice after I get this ass. But other than that, I ain't. I'm, I'm not gonna be nice. Say hello to the bad guy. No. I play him very well. Yo, man, well, this I, is I the just, this I is the premises that I'm, we are. This is the premises I, that I'm telling you about, dude. It cannot continue to be like this because no, of can't. the status quo. The status quo. See, yeah. it shouldn't be. Uh, no one should be like, "Well, I'm going to go say something to this person because I'm white. I have a gun. Sure. I'm going to go say something to him because I'm white and I have a gun. I have the right to say something to him. Damn it! Come here, nigga. Come here. Come here. Let me tell you. Let me ask you a question. What was you doing over here? Who are you doing Zimmerman this with? Who you know in this neighborhood rec- was on record saying. They, first of all, they told him, "Don't, sir, don't intervene. Let let the let the authorities handle it." And he was recorded saying, "They always get away. Not this time." Zimmerman? So at that, ve- yes, yeah, okay, of he course. Called- but you see how he walked. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. You see point. how he walked. That's my point. Exactly. That it, is it, the is, point. It, the point he, is, is that he walked, but he's still walking and he's still talking. And why? Why? That, well, because the same the veracity that a black man will will put upon another black man, do, they do not put that same veracity towards those white boys. Yeah. You gotta vigorously whoop his ass like you gonna whoop a nigga's ass, and until you do that, nigga, shut the fuck up. Because well, you know, at the end of the day, dude, that's 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 how that's what they saying. Nigga, do as I do. Don't do. Nigga, do as I say. Nigga, don't do as I do. And you have got to reverse that mentality. White boy, if you fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with everything that you own. I'm just tired of this, man. I'm just, well, tired I'm of just saying, man, I got to take the gloves yeah. off when we speak about this. No, because take this, off. This take them reality, off because baby. I'm tired. Take them off. I understand, I but I'm, I'm saying, tired. bro. Just take them off and hit them all. No, and that's what I'm, I'm telling tired. you. I'm I can't sit back in a loud conversation. Yeah, my apologies. No. I'm not trying to talk over you. Go right ahead, sir. No, 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 no. Go. I'm just saying, dude, I'm just tired of having the same conversation, bro. It's just, it's amazing to me how the, Everyone is so threatened by the black man, but the black man is the only one dying. Because <laughs> that's that's the status. That's the that's the look, dude. I have to create the monster, man. I got to create this monster. I got to create this fictitious person. I put him in TVs, looking like an asshole or a buffoon. He's the bad guy. A white girl can drown her fucking kids into a fucking lake or a river, and then she say, "A black guy did it." Well, even 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 what's worse, dude. Casey <laughs> Casey Anthony killed her daughter, drugged her and killed her, kept the body decomposing in the, in the, in her car and dumped and disposed of the body. And she still walked. Yeah. Like, oh my God, are you, hey, hey, but you afraid of us? Yeah. No, I'm, I ain't afraid really? of none of them. Man, look, dude, dude. I've, 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 I have a track record of whooping plenty of ass. And it's a Ooh. rainbow motherfucking coalition. <laughs> Brother, I don't <laughs> I am the Samuel L. Jackson of whooping ass. Okay. <laughs> I'm in every movie. <laughs> Brother, look, let me tell you something, man. I get it, Angel. I really do. And I understand because you have a big heart and you're a compassionate person and you you're empath. I get it. Brother, I get it. But this is why I I stay quiet. This is why I, I stay to myself. This is why when, because look, dude, the older I get, I'm like that dude. So my, the older I get, I'm going to have one one good run left. And I realize that. I'm going to have one good run left, and I'm going to make it count. So I don't value my life to the fact that, oh, I'm fearful of you that because you're white, I'm fearful of you. No, I I snatched the soul out of your ass just like I snatched the soul out of any other fool's ass who stepped over that line. Forgive me of my 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 older listeners who who listen to us, but some 
Yeah, I've heard y'all in certain conversations. I know how this shit go. I understand. But I, I cannot sit back and idly sit back and like allow certain things to happen to me or mine. Because I got love for everyone. I really do. I, it, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter who you are as a person. As long as you respect me, I respect you. The second that you get out of line, I push away from you. But the second that you cross that line, oh, I'm on your ass. And that's how the mentality of us has got to be towards them. You know, we got to check ourselves. We got to hold ourselves accountable and we got to do better. But that crap that goes on with how that stuff is going on in Georgia, to me, they Mm -hmm. ain't making enough noise. No, they're not. No. Nah, man, you'll get tired of me. I'll be making so much racket. That whole Botham John thing, dude, that that, that couldn't have been... Hey, if that was if I if somebody do me like that and you hug the person who killed me, not only am I turning over in this grave, I'm coming out of this mother lover. <laughs> Boy, I don't hey man, look. Hey, I understand, dude. And that's why I wrote the poem, man. I was like, yo, what would they tell my mother? So what y'all gonna tell my mama? I was reaching, I was reacting. You know, I was I was being me. I was just being a black man. Come on, man. What's up with it, bro? Apparently that's all it takes, dude, is for you to just exist. And that's a <laughs> that's a threat. But see, you I'm know, the original, baby. Every black takes. man out here when we, we oh, everybody exists. So you, you I'm not gonna live in fear because of my color. I love man, I love who I am. I love who I am. I'm, I'm going to be this for the rest of my life. So I'm not going to let you take this away from me because you didn't give it yeah. to me. You know, come on, bro. That's, that's, that's the reality to this thing, man. But, yo, it just, it just shows you that for two months, right, these cats have been free, been walking free. How many meals yeah. they going to eat in two months? Well, how many good drinks mm-hmm. they gonna had in two months? How many times they gonna sit on around the fireplace and talked about killing this brother? I'm I'm pretty sure they've had some more stories and and you know celebrated a few times, right. but you know, man, I'm just sick and tired of it, dude. I'm I'm sick and tired of the privilege. I'm sick and tired of the rhetoric. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like I have nothing in the tank right now to discuss because. I don't want to have this conversation again. I'm just sick and tired of it. Right. And it's and, like and, and you, you, I, you're torn. You. You're torn because you don't want to be a person that in, invokes violence. You don't want to be that type of person. But then too, it's like, dude, either you're gonna get the wolf out of the hen house, or you're just gonna let him eat all the hens. Like, I, I'm when you're in the presence of wolves. Like, are we just gonna let be the victim? Like, are we just gonna continue to be the victim? We don't have a judicial system. We don't have a justice system because it doesn't serve justice. No. We have a legal system, a system that's driven by money, mm-hmm. a, a system that uses laws to produce money. We don't have a judicial system, a, a justice. They don't look for justice. Anybody can commit a crime in this country. And as long as you have enough money, you can pretty much walk away. It's not about justice. Well, you, it's not even about justice. You no ain't going to walk away if you're black. Well, it depends. You you may be one of the anomalies with enough money to get to get a slap on the wrist, but Mm-mm. I I tell you this, yeah. one way or another, they'll get you. Well, they'll they'll get you because yeah. the system is <laughs> set up for them because they because they are running the show, and that's why I I look at the uh the the black people who have money, how systematically they have not done anything to put their own black people onto the game. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's the one nigga mentality. You know what I mean? And and we have got to stop that. And that's why I look at the young dudes or I look at the, uh, I look at the people who are coming up and doing their own thing in, in the, the podcast community or the bloggers and these young uh, gifted and talented. And I say young, I'm not saying young, I'm saying young to the game. We can be old in the game and still young to the game because we're not making the type of money that these other people have made. However, but the the camaraderie of working with each other, the networking 
shows more prevalent in that side of the community than it is on the other side of the community of dealing with the Harpos and the rest of them hoes. You get what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. Man. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, I'm saying it for a point. It's because if you're not going yeah. to reinvest into your own community and your culture, then who are you? Uh, you you're failing that's because you that's are. the same thing that you and they they showed who they were when 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 Snoop says some 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 something about calling what what do you call that uh, bust the headed hoe or whatever he said about Gail when she st- uh, was out of pocket about Kobe then you got Susan yeah. Rice who ain't never said anything about the uh, uh, black men being murdered or the black men being killed or police brutality on black men but she said something mm-hmm. to Snoop yeah. Okay, I'm trying to st- I'm trying to show you who you're dealing with and why this is going down, because a lot of the enemy is within the own culture. Well, I mean that that's the reason why I've been so critical of hip hop, and well, I hate to call it hip hop because it really should have its own category. It's not the same, but you know, I'm tired of the the posing pictures with stacks of money and this and that. You getting money, you getting the bag, you getting the paper. Whatever the case may be, hey man, if you're getting that money, I'm I'm proud of you. But man, you know, <laughs> you would never impress me about bragging what you have. If you want to impress me, which which I'm not no one to validate who you are, but it'll be more impressing for me to see you do things that you can do, you know, with what you have, you know, like making a difference in the in the in the the, the children of the future, or establishing things within your community to where we are not only bragging about one millionaire, but we're creating a system to produce several millionaires or even several, several billionaires. You know, um, I don't care about how many records you sell, how many your movies gross. I don't care. Like if you walk up to me and ask me if I want to autograph, you'll probably get your face cracked. It's only a select few that I would probably even bother with an autograph, but I digress. My point is, is that, yeah, I hear you, big brother. And I 100% agree. Economic dollars is something that's important that we have to start putting back into our own communities. And we have to dethrone the power of those who are purposely abusing that power. And part of that is stop being the freaking consumer. We cannot no longer be their consumer. We are the biggest customer on the platform. Every year they do surveys to show you how much we spend. How much we spend. And we're in the billions, dude. We spend more money than anyone. But yet they want you to believe that you're not worth any value. Why do you think all the hair shops open in our, our neighborhood, but not owned by us? Why do you think they put all these thrift shops in our neighborhoods, but not owned by us? Why do you think this? Because they know where the economic dollars flow through. Like, don't be fooled, people. You have a voice and you have power. You just got to use the right voice to exert the right power. Trust me, if they want to respect the black skin, they will respect that green dollar. Amen. And that's exactly the point that, you have been making, we have been making with Miss Talks Podcast. Yo, man, I don't want to be on this podcast and, and say uh, vulgar things. This is not the platform for it. But every curse word that I drop, man, you're welcome. I mean, this is my platform. I don't have to, yo, man, look, if you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. But I'm speaking from a point of I'm tired. I'm fed up. I'm yeah. fed up. Yo, we are the biggest consumers. But like I always say, we have to be the prosumer. The prosumer knows when how to spend his his or her money wisely. You know, and and, and it is an investment more than it is a, 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 a treat. You know, and that's why I say it's a treat. Because you're spending your money and you're not and your money is not making anything happen. You know, as content creators, we spending money to make something happen. You know, we're mm-hmm. investing into our dreams, our beliefs, our goals, our values. We're investing into those things to turn things around. But even still, man, the fact is, it's like, you know, it's the plantation situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I always say for every level, there's a different devil. You got to be ready to slay them all. Every all last of one of them. 
this injustice that goes on in the world, you know, hey, that's not, you know, even if we change our mental up of how we spend our money, it's not going to stop the ignorance of white men who think they can vigilante or think they have the right to step to you. You know, what's going to yeah, change that scope is when that ass uh-huh. get handed to him. And he, he knows, you know, you stepping out of line, you out of pocket. And, 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 even and in order for that to happen, we have to position our economic dollars mm-hmm. to put ourselves in, 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 in Congress. We have to position our dollars to make sure that politicians follow through with what they promised they were going to do. And we got to have our own to where we don't have to lean on their systems or their processes to govern our lives. Like the point is this, the moment we stop playing, the game is over. That's it. The moment we stop playing, the game is over. There's no more game. But the problem is we're always worrying about somebody who's going to do it if we don't do it. And we allow that to be the reason to keep doing it. The moment we stop playing the game, the game is over. That's it. Yeah, I agree with you. And I've said that uh, millions and millions of times. Like, yo, that's why I check out of the system. I don't, the, I don't believe point. in it. I don't serve it. I don't, I don't worship it. I don't, I don't deal with it. Period. And and I yeah. get that. And that's why the circle and, is so small. It's a dot for a reason. And, and understand, understand the reason why the civil rights movements were able to make the progress that they made. It wasn't because America suddenly woke up and said, you know what? My bad. We were wrong. No, when they stopped taking the buses, it hit them in the pocket. And they, well, we got to fix this. Okay, so you don't have to sit in the back. But you're still a nigga. I'll be that nigga. You know what I mean? This nigga, this nigga will, 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 will serve, serve ass whoopings all day long. Hey, I got an ass whooping for you and you and you. Oh, yeah, you behind him? Yeah, ass whooping. Who next? The only thing that the only thing that has ever been able to shatter through their hatred is money, and that's when, why when you hit them in the park, when you hit them in the park, why do you, listen? Why do you think the Negro Baseball League was disassembled? Man, come on, bro. You already know that's that's near and dear to my heart. The Negro why? Baseball League it was disassembled because the you know, look the best of the best was in the Negro League. The Negro Baseball they, League was better than. Uh, the the American Baseball League, and Just they every record that that had held, to assimilate they them it. into it. Of course, and the, like you said earlier, they didn't even keep half of the records in the Negro no. Baseball League because they didn't want to show that we were shattering their records. Shattered, and I'm not talking about by a couple Mm-mm. ran laps. Mm-hmm. But they talk about the Great Babe Ruth and the Great Bambino, dude. A fraction of statue page. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Come on. But man. the thing is, is what we have to understand is, of course, they want they'll let you play for the team. They don't let you want it. And that's why I said in uh, previous episodes, where are the black NFL owners? Where the NBA the, owners? The, where are the black NBA owners? And this is why we have got to stop assimilating to their system. Hey, man. That that is pull away point. from we, it, until man. Until we stop playing. This game is going to continue. You think that these politicians and and everybody who disrespect you, the mayors, the governors, the the congressmen, you think these people are going to stop disrespecting you when you they take all your money and and they can put all their poverty on your shoulders and your and your doorstop to make sure that they their privilege continue? No, they're not going to just wake up one morning and have a change of heart. Well, this no. is the, this is the whole premises of how how idiotic this administration is with the coronavirus. Like they should have shut this shut God. this crap down and 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 weighed out the storm. They they basically put a band aid on a gaping wound, and they they have it to the point that everybody was complaining about it. And now they have they slowly reopened the economy, and the economy is still going to suffer because they have not addressed the issue. Well, so I mean, so this is what oh I'm talking God. about. That's a Everything, whole, that's a whole nother show. It, it may be a whole nother show, every, but it ties into everything that what we're talking about right absolutely, now. Absolutely, absolutely. But everything that was done to destroy the previous administration has been crippling this administration on how to handle everything. The 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 talking point of this president 
The unemployment is low as it's ever been. Black people should be happy. Okay, so now unemployment, unemployment has shattered the record since the Great Depression. Let me see you get that back in shape because you inherited the first one. Okay, go. I'll wait. Get it back in shape. Oh, that's right. It's the end of your term. It's a re-election and you may not get I hope you get re-elected. Because I want to see what you do for the next four years that you've been bragging on this because you basically inherited everything that you've been doing this term. And everything that everyone criticized the previous administration for, y'all sat back and let this administration disassemble everything. And now look where you are as a nation. When I said this back in 2015, I was thought of as a conspiracy theorist and most people even got rude and said I was being idiotic. And I told you guys, you, you let your, your, your hatred and your blind just emotions drive you to go for these political spins and you supported everything because it fit you. And now here we are in a situation to where this economy is struggling. But guess what? you got to think about the economy. But think about Ahmad Alberry. His family got to deal with this economy, and now they got to deal with the death and loss of a family member. And so all you see of how, us. You, and you, you so see all how, of us are dealing like, with it. Like, we can't even go through a pandemic normally. We got to have an extra layer of BS on top of it. Like, for real? Well, your girl Candace Owens, you know, somebody shared a post. Man, she, your girl mm-hmm. Candace Owens, back at it again, said black no, on do black not crime. Ever, do not ever refer to that lady as my girl. Because well, I, hey, somebody very close do, to the look, family, hey, hey, shared hey, a post. hey, Killer Mike, Killer Mike, I understand she's a black woman, but she ain't from my culture, bro. Y'all can give her a pass on that and talk about loving that girl all y'all want. But man, let me tell you something. Sometimes somebody is so brainwashed that the only thing to do is, is to either reprogram them or, or disassemble them. She can't be a part of the culture with the rhetoric that she spills out there. And I don't even know why y'all included her in the Black Summit in the first place, because that woman has never said anything intellectually charged in her life. She's only repeated a script that's been given to her that has been spoken in such ignorance. I can't even fathom how she let a percentage of the things come out of her mouth period so she can go on with that black on black crime rhetoric the republicans are a better party look i don't give a damn about democratic or republicans because for republicans to sit back and say democrats have perpetuated racism in this country well y'all sat there and let them do it yeah the democrats are no better dude and that's why dude, i don't both I don't of them fool. neither I'm one like, of them dude, are, y'all re- are y'all, re- are y'all really serious really, are y'all serious it's now? like two sides of the same coin Yo, like, they're y'all the same, really dude. serious like seriously y'all it, it's it like doesn't a two-headed matter. snake right. on the same body same body like, really dude. it's the same body so you think democrat is better you think republican is better it needs to be it's the same snake same snake yes. same one same, same creature snake, baby. same reptile get out of here no, i'm just trying to tell you that's like two slaves arguing on which one's master is better well mine only beat me on wednesday yours beat you <laughs> five days a week <laughs> it takes off on sunday because he said it's a holy day Nigga. Master give me sleeps. He gives me eats. Uh, I ain't that, no. No. I'm, I'm the one. I, Killmonger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Killmonger, no. baby. Oh, so y'all did this. Listen, man. Oh, so Candace really? Is, is not, I'm not a fan of hers. And I, I, don't, I don't like to discuss her mm-hmm. because I have nothing good to say about her. I have nothing good to even try to find in her. Mm-hmm. I've listened to her for years. And every time she opens her mouth, I am floored at the ignorance that comes out of her mouth. Just because you speak with a certain dialect doesn't make you intelligent. Just oh. because you say it in a certain cadence doesn't make it profound. You're ignorant. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is that somebody close to the family shared a post. So you'll check that post out and you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> you better. You might yeah, want to be like, who team you play for? <laughs> Bruh. Because when it was brought to my attention, mine was like, yo, what team you on? (laughs) I was like, yo, I get it. Bro, you can't you can't argue black on black crime as a as a factor. Like that, that is the most BS rhetoric I've ever heard. 
That's that's the most BS rhetoric I've ever heard, because you you have to look at access. You have to look at proximity. You have to look at uh, community. If black people are predominantly populating this area, then all the crime that happens in this area committed by the people who reside in that area will affect those people in that area. It's not black on black. It's not like these black people are hunting purposely to go kill another black person. It is the product of that environment. No more than a white man taking a gun and pulling the trigger and killing another white man. Because I can guarantee you, see, they get to hide their statistics by 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 taking color out of it. But they want to highlight other statistics by adding color to it. And you can't do that, period. You can't do it. Just well, like that's why I hate you, the black on black it, crime. That's I think that's get out of here with that. On. That's the dumbest thing I've dumbest ever thing heard. I've ever heard of when crime is crime. That's that I hate. So I, agree I, with I, you I hate 100%. to hear, I hate to hear people bring that point up as if it's so profound and intelligent. I'm like, you a damn dummy, dude. Speak and think for yourself. Well, when Read white people when yourself. white people bring it up, it is it is a direct snap on black culture they they're bringing they're they're throwing color into the mix for a reason and it's to be directly insulting upon you who you are as a black person yeah (laughs) you know the whole stigma of white american white men killing women white man raping women white man dwis duis everything is hidden under the rug swept up under the rug when it's when they're committing these crimes on a higher note mind you, to any other race out there, they're committing these crimes. So, you know, you check the data, people, before you get to spitting the rhetoric. White men think they, they can get in. It's, it's white privilege. Well, that's it what is. it is. Because it, here's the thing. 15 white men can all commit crimes. One black man commits a crime and all of us are now responsible for that one crime. Right. That's why people, when they interact with us, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, you don't even act black. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck does black act like? We don't have the privilege of individuality. Because when when people bring up that black on black crime statistic, what you're telling me is, well, all black people not good. No one ever argued that point. But why is that even a focal point? Why, Why do we even focus on that? Well, all cops are not bad. Okay, well, but I no mean, one ever said that. But like, can we not just adjust the ones that have have committed the crime? Well, it's not even so, like so, that. It's so, not like that because so that, to admit that, that is, is, giving, is giving validity to what you're saying. Yeah, because it's bull crap. It's all rhetoric. That's all it is. Is rhetoric. That's it. It's it's nothing but rhetoric. It, 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 here here's the thing: is that you want to argue things instead of dealing with the issue. When you say black on black crime as a, as a as a as a point, or you say blue lives matter as opposed to black lives matter, that is the same ignorance as me showing up to an anti cancer rally and say, "Well, what about AIDS? AIDS is bad too." No one ever <laughs> said AIDS was good. Good point. No man. one ever said. No one ever said AIDS was not a factor. But this here is focusing on cancer. Whenever we're talking about a cop that breaks the law. We're talking about that individual that has done something that is wrong. You want to pull all cops into it and make it a whole union thing. And that's why other cops get all bent out of shape because they now, oh, everybody's under attack. Well, guess what? We're under attack, too. Because you know what? How do I now talk to my son and my nephews? How do I tell them, hey, look, man, the world's going to treat you differently regardless of your character, because of the way you look. So you always have to be mindful. I have to steal away their innocence and their childhood by telling them, hey, there's going to be situations that happen no matter how good of a person you are. People are going to see something different in you and you have to be prepared to deal with that. That is a conversation that no father, no parent should ever be prepared to have with their child. You don't have to live with that. Why do I have to kill the dreams of my child and take away their innocence as a child in their childhood by saying, hey, by the way, I know you're enjoying life at this level, but you're still black. 
And one day you're going to hear words and you're going to hear things about your culture. And I just want to let you know that it's not true, but you got to still be prepared to deal with. You see, you don't deal with that. You don't ever have to sit your little Jimmy down and say, hey, little guy, one day you're going to be coming home from school and the, the people who are supposed to protect you make misunderstand you and stop you and slam you on the hood of their car. Um, you got to just deal with it. You just got to take it on the chin. Because it's a part of <laughs> the society we live in. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic on purpose. I know. Yeah, because imagine having that conversation with your innocent child, but yet you want to tell me that we race bait because we bring up the issue, but you don't have to live by that creed, right? What are you going to do when the sons are tired of the fathers dying? What are you going to do when the fathers are tired of watching their sons die? What are you going to do? What are you going to do when the victim decides no longer to be the victim? When the prey decides to become the hunter, if we are everything that you said we are, you should be afraid. But it's kind of funny how we are, we, we, we're painted in this picture as being these predatorial savages. But yet I still watch video after video of a man begging for his life. And please, no, not like this. I watched video after video of a young kid unarmed looking at society take his life unnecessarily. But yet we're the savages, right? We're the barbarians. We're the lawless, right? You see, you leave your house thinking, well, I'm a good citizen. I'm a good American. I shouldn't have to worry about anything. We leave our house thinking, man, no matter how good I am, I sure hope that this asshole that stopped me doesn't have a problem today. Because it doesn't matter how good I am. If he has a problem, it now becomes my problem. D.L. Hughley said something that was very powerful to me. The worst place for black people to exist is in the imagination of white people. Look, man. I'm tired of having these type of shows. I'm tired of having these conversations. Like, I really do hope you sincerely hear the tiredness in my voice because it's not an act. I'm tired, man. I'm tired of watching unarmed American citizens gunned down in a country that their ancestors built and fought for. You think you better? You have more patriotism? Man, get the hell out of here. When we fought in a war for a country that did just pissed in our face. Our grandparents came back from a war where they was homeless, that you destroyed their homes. They didn't even have a place to come back to. And was still mistreated by your authority. Don't tell me you're more patriotic than me. When I watched my grandfather drink himself into a coma to erase the hatred that he had to battle for, to go to a country that he had no beef with, to fight for your freedom to be an asshole. Don't tell me you're more patriotic than us. When you use us as guinea pigs to fight the front line so that you so-called assholes can be heroes to come home without a scratch. Don't tell me that you're more patriotic than us. We fought for this country. We built this country. We've done everything and bled for this country. Don't tell me that you're more valuable than us because you're not. Society thinks that black is a joke. Okay, whatever. You so-called Christians with your white Jesus and your white Moses. Okay. All right, whatever. It'd be mighty funny when Armageddon come and you see a black man come up to you and you'd be like, well, who are you? I'm the one you deny. Yeah, let that sink in. Oh, I, I know. I know. But, 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 Angel, you can't talk about color and genealogy when you talk about God. Okay. You tell him that when you get to your judgment and see how that conversation unfolds for you. Because, see, my God told me to hate all forms of evil. And I don't know no more wickedness that comes from racism. 
It's evil, man. And if you stand by and allow it to happen, don't call yourself a Christian. You're a perpetrator. You're a fraud. And I don't want to hear how many black friends you have. It's funny how y'all like to play the savior in the movie. But when it comes to saving the actual life, you silent. Okay. Whatever. And yeah, it wasn't the rogue poet that said it. It was the nice guy, Angel. Hear my voice and hear me good. I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. I'm tired. And if I'm tired, you can imagine how many other people are tired. One day, somebody's going to get really tired of being tired. Go ahead, bro. I'm done. Yeah, no doubt, baby. You you know, I, I'm just now getting started, but <laughs> it is what it is, man. I, I get it. I respect everything that you said, and I'm gonna let that sink in. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna step on that. So, with that said, people, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, this has been Miss Talks Podcast. It's it's been a real one, and and like I said, for the uh, my listeners who uh, virgin ears, I do apologize for certain things that I've said. But with that said, you're welcome. You know how I am, and I don't make no, I don't make no qualms about it, baby. It is what it is. This has been Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host Angel and Walter Larray. I am the poet Walter Larray, and that is my dope co-host Angel. With that said, people, we're gonna spread these two fingers apart. We're gonna shake a deuce at you. Peace and blessings to Ahmad Arbery's family. Rest in peace, brother. Respect, homie. Respect. No doubt. We love y'all. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LeRae. If you would like to be a part of our show, or if you have any suggestions and topics that you would like us to speak on, please feel free to reach us at Podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Miss Talks Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Let the journey begin.